Once upon a wander. Joining me today is Amanda Kane. Amanda and her husband Asher built and run an eco lodge in Bocas del Toro, Panama, on Isla Colon. They have three wonderful dogs, and I had the opportunity to stay with them on a workaway in 2017 and consider them extended family now. Amanda is joining me from her parents' house in Baltimore since she is currently not able to travel back to Panama because of the current pandemic. Today, Amanda is going to give us an update on how BOCUS is handling the pandemic and the various difficulties it presents for a region that relies heavily on tourism. Amanda, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, how long have you been at your parents' place in Baltimore? Since the end of May. Wow. Yeah. And is there a return date as of yet? Um, whenever the borders open, so hopefully some point. I kind of knew that that was going to happen, but I was hoping it would reopen sooner rather than later, so. And so you just left Asher there yeah, to fend for himself. kind of like to man the place. So what is it like down there in Bocas uh, right now? With the quarantine and everything and Corona, Yeah. So Panama shut down like in March, kind of around the same time as everyone else. And they were very strict from the beginning. So they basically shut down the country. You could only leave depending on your passport number. So say your passport ended in a one like mine, I could leave from 12 to two, three days a week to go food shopping and that's it or to the doctor. But you couldn't leave your house to like for recreation or anything. And that's women. So women were allowed to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then the men were allowed to go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Same thing based on your passport. And then Sundays, everyone was on lockdown. The only way you could leave your house is if it was an emergency. And that was for like two months they did this. And they just started easing up, but it's still, there's a curfew. Like you have to be home by seven o'clock at night. There's just a few other like things. Like also you have to wear a mask, but if not, you get a fine. So they're like pretty strict about all the little stuff. That has to be really difficult because I feel like after sunset is the time people go out to run errands, socialize, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, so, so everyone's home now, so it's a different vibe. Who do you have at the lodge right now? Three other people with Asher. There's um, a guy that's helping us build. He's Panamanian. He's like an assistant to my builder. So my main builder, he comes and goes. Um, so I have a, an assistant, so he stays with us. And then I have a couple that's staying in the treehouse where you stayed. And they are kind of helping with the dogs and a little bit of stuff, but not, not really doing a big work thing. They just get free a free place to stay, and they're just more people that are kind of around, so it's not so lonely up in the jungle. And that's it. I have another girl that worked with me last year named Nicole, and she's a really good friend. And she worked with me last year, and she worked this year until the shutdown. So she is now... She has her stuff at the lodge, but she's kind of back and forth between Bastimentos, another island, so she's with her boyfriend there, and then she'll come back and hang out a Nomad, and she also does a little bit of an exchange just for, like, food and a lodging, so she'll help me with kind of stuff around the lodge just to kind of keep it from falling apart. 
but there's no, there's no other guests there. It's all just kind of like volunteers and Asher. All right. When's the last time you took guests? So we had guests, um, we had a few that decided to stay in March. So we had like a girl from Colorado, a, a guy from Spain and another guy from Australia. And they all just said, Hey, we're going to stay with the border closing. Like, I was, is that okay? We're like, sure. So we gave them a um, month long rental. So like a cheaper rate and they stayed and we had a really good time. And they were kind of like our quarantine buddies because we couldn't go out. It's like, let's all hang out together. So we hung out and we watched movies and we did dance classes and we, you know, just had a good time. One of them stayed for like a month and a half, another stayed for two months. And then the last one just left, but he's still on the islands. He's just house sitting now. So he just decided to go somewhere else. I remember your travels back to the U.S. were kind of complicated as well. Yeah, it was a lot. There, there are no, there are no flights right now. So no flights from. Normally, there's there's a little airport in Bocas, as I think you know. You, I don't think you you took the flight there, but there's a little airport, and you can fly from Bocas del Toro to Panama City, and it takes about forty five minutes. But that is closed. So if you want to leave the island, you have to take a boat to the mainland, and then from there you take the bus, which you know about, and the bus is like a full day. It was a lot of like stopping and checking, checking your temperatures, seeing if you have papers. They had to have special permission to be out if you weren't a man or if you weren't a woman on those days. So we had special paperwork from the embassy. And then when you get to Panama City, you couldn't really do anything. So you're trapped in the hotel and then the flight the next day. But the whole thing was like it was a humanitarian flight. The airport was completely closed. There was just one airplane leaving and that was ours and it was full and I thought it would be partially empty but I guess a lot of people wanted to leave Panama and it was packed there were seven dogs on the flight there was a cat old people babies like you name it the plane was full that sounds like quite the adventure yeah it was a long journey so it's Panama that's closed to the U.S. Panama has closed their borders to everyone the only people they're letting back in are people that are residents and you have to come in on one of the humanitarian flights. So if there's a flight coming in from Texas to pick people up in Panama, if you're Panamanian and you can get on that flight from Texas to Panama, then you can come back. But there's no other flights besides these weird humanitarian ones. And they are like there's about a humanitarian flight a week right now getting Americans and Canadians out of Panama. Um, there's a lot of people kind of decided that to stay stuck on the islands. Um, but I think eventually you get to a point where you're like, okay, what else, what is there to do? So, you know, some people are getting ready to go and some people are stuck. Like I'm, I'm, I've chose to be stuck here, but there's another woman who was on vacation in March and her husband's in Bocas and they've lived in Bocas for forever. And she's been stuck since March. She can't get back. So, and she's not a resident. So she is just trapped in the States until she can come. So there's a bunch of people that are just kind of waiting to go back to Bocas. I think the community is like really strong and the expats came together to feed the locals because there's no work right now and it's solely a tourist destination. Nobody has jobs, so there's no money, there's no food and people are hungry. So the island came together and a lot of different groups came together and they just started just feeding people and getting people fed. Bocas, they kind of get left to their own devices because Panama City is so far from Bocas, it's like they forget about us. So. It was nice to see that the community came together to take care of people. Is there an organization that's taking donations for, for BOCUS as far as food security? Yeah, 
there was two groups that really have been helping is the Jewish Center in Bogus, so Chabad Bogus has been taking donations and feeding people, and they've been working with the Red Cross, but Chabad has been accepting the donations. And then the Bocas Breeze, which is the um, the like newspaper for Bocas, also has like a few other people that are accepting donations. So, Yeah, it looks like you got a good community between that and then the expats well, you know. and Salem. Uh, I haven't seen Salem full size, and I miss Kilo. Kilo is such a cute gentleman. He's like four now, or he's almost four, and he's just the best dog he's always going to the beach like I know when you met him he was a puppy and I was a little more like worried about him getting lost but he always comes home he goes out every day he's like such a like he is the true wanderer you know like he loves to go out and just be with people he's like the mayor of Bocas he will just meet everybody and I think anybody that has like pictures of their vacation have Kilo in it even if like we've never met them at Nomad they just Kilo's met everybody so he sticks out yeah he's so cute Thanks for doing this yeah. with me. Um, yeah. Take care right. of yourself. See you. Love you so much. See you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Once Upon a Wander is produced by wanderjobs.com. Wanderjobs is a job board for seasonal travelers who want to live in beautiful places. All jobs come with staff housing. Once? Are you saying once? Once upon.